Welcome to Daily Shots, your daily dose of the Word of God from the Verbum Dei Catholic Missionary Family. So drink deep, my friend, drink deep, from the abundance of this rain that's sweeter than the finest wine. So drink deep, my friend, drink deep, an ocean of love that falls in every drop. The passage for today is taken from Luke 4, verses 38 to 44. After Jesus left the synagogue, he entered the house of Simon. Simon's mother-in-law was afflicted with a severe fever, and they interceded with him about her. He stood over her, rebuked the fever, and it left her. She got up immediately and waited on them. At sunset, All who had people sick with various diseases brought them to him. He laid his hands on each of them and cured them. And demons also came out from many, shouting, You are the Son of God. But he rebuked them and did not allow them to speak, because they knew that he was the Christ. At daybreak, Jesus left and went to a deserted place. The crowds went looking for him. And when they came to him, they tried to prevent him from leaving them. But he said to them, To the other towns also, I must proclaim the good news of the kingdom of God, because for this purpose I have been sent. And he was preaching in the synagogues of Judea. Hi, I'm Percy from the Philippines. I love how Jesus rebuked the fever and it instantly left Simon's mom-in-law. If only we can do that now to every illness people encounter. If only I can rebuke the coronavirus and it would make life a lot better. I was looking at the Philippine Statistics Authority's data on the causes of mortality from January to November of 2021. And these are the top five. Number one, ischemic heart disease, heart attack. Number two, stroke. Number three, COVID-19. Number four, neoplasms or cancer. Number five, diabetes mellitus. So, sickness is still what kills. I guess when we read the gospel of today, One question that we might ask is, how come in Jesus' time, he healed so many people from their illness? But nowadays, that doesn't happen anymore so much. Once in a while, we encounter stories of miraculous healings, but that's not so common. At least not in the same way it was pictured in the gospel, where we see Jesus healing people as something very common. Well, I guess Jesus also left us the answer to that question. He was quite clear. In the last part of the passage, we learn that the healing part was not his main thing. His priority is to proclaim the good news of the kingdom of God. 
And it was for that purpose he was sent. That's what he says. That's why he spent a lot of time preaching in synagogues too. I remember hearing one preaching in the past that when Jesus healed, he healed them so that they can be incorporated back into the community, so that they can go back into worshiping in the temple. Jesus healed people so that they can be with God. And if we are to ask, why can't Jesus just heal more people of their illnesses now like he did before? Well, only he can answer that. But if I were to go back to the statistics, maybe it's because the most common illnesses that kill people, at least here in the Philippines, doesn't need a miracle because to a certain extent, Lifestyle changes can mitigate risk factors for developing it. In a sense, he has given us the means to avoid its early onset or maybe for some instances, even totally prevent it. But I have to agree, when we do look at the world of today, I do sometimes wish Jesus would simply heal everyone of their spiritual illness. How many people we know are suffering so much right now and hurting themselves or others because of the brokenness they have from their past. Sometimes it is tempting to think that healing still seems to be more important than preaching because when we're broken, we don't really look for the preacher, we look for the healer. I was pondering that in my prayer. Then I realized it's true. Jesus was clear, preaching about the kingdom is the priority, but take note, he did heal them first before he went on to the other towns. So it's not about which one is more important, healing versus preaching, no, it's about addressing all what needs to be addressed so that he can preach the good news and allow people to encounter God. Actually, if I were to recall my experience with Verbum Day since I met them, I would summarize it as a healing experience from God. At the same time, Jesus was proclaiming to me the good news about knowing Him and living life to the full. In reality, all these years, He was also at work in me healing all my deep wounds. If I'll be honest, well, it's still a work in progress. Jesus continues to heal me and He continues to preach to me. And He really addresses all aspects in my life that needs to be addressed so that I can grow in my knowing of Him, in my following of Him, in my loving Him. So why was I sharing about statistics? I guess to say there are many aspects in our life, health included, that God is actually addressing without us realizing it. He's addressing a lot of things. He also has given us 
the means to deal on our own, like making those lifestyle changes so that we can allow ourselves to enjoy what is most important, to hear God proclaim the good news to us. How about you? Is there something in you that you need to allow Jesus to address? Or maybe there are areas in your life you can be grateful for because in reality, Jesus has been addressing those concerns too. When was the last time you heard Jesus proclaim to you the good news? May Jesus find you in your town today waiting to welcome what he has to proclaim to you today in your prayer, in your encounter with him. It is for this that he comes, to be with you, to share with you. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. Amen.